1: HD Smartcast
2: You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi, I'm Sanchita Sharma. I'm the Health and Science Editor with the Hindustan Times. Welcome to my podcast Healthwise. Each episode will bring you up to speed with the top of the mind health, science and environment issues. You'll hear experts who will help you better understand policy and decipher jargon so that you can make the choices that work best for you. The virus that causes coronavirus disease, SARS-CoV-2, has mutated in the UK. And people really don't know what this means in terms of infection, whether vaccines will be effective. So I'm here with Dr. Harsh Mahajan, who's the chairman of CaringDX, which is a centre for advanced research in imaging, neurosciences and genomics. And they also do next-gen sequencing. And Dr. Mahajan also heads Mahajan Imaging, which is one of the leading private labs in India conducting
1: RT-PCR tests for COVID-19. Hi, Dr. Mahajan. Welcome to the podcast. So today we're going to talk about how SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID-19, has mutated in the UK. People don't know what this means, and it's really, really worrying them. So I want to start by asking you, Dr. Mahajan, how significant is this mutation? And how
3: will it affect viral behavior? Uh, Thank you very much uh, for having me uh, on your podcast. This uh, mutation was first, uh, you know, seen in the UK around uh, 20th, 21st of September. And uh, that is when this was identified. And over the next few months, they've seen that there has been uh, increase in the samples uh, that they tested. Now, just to tell you, this is done using uh, uh, genome sequencing, using next-gen sequencers, which is something that is randomly done across the globe in countries, in genomics labs, which tried to find out whether there are any significant changes or mutations happening in the virus. Uh, This is a standard technique, and over the last, one year that this uh, uh, SARS-CoV-2 virus has been around, thousands of mutations have been uh, found but only a handful of them are supposed to be uh, significant. Now this mutation which is uh, being found in the UK is causing concern because what they found that in the last three months increasingly within the samples that they tested, it was this virus with the mutation that they were finding and from low numbers to begin with nearly 60 62 percent of samples now tested in the last week or so have found this mutation
1: so what is in three months it has spread very quickly
3: that is what uh, appears to be the conclusion that this has spread quickly and where in the beginning there were multiple strains that were uh, uh, there in these three months predominantly what they are finding especially in the southeast parts of England including London that the majority of uh, the uh, uh, virus infection that's happening is because of this mutated strain which is now called B117 it has also been called VUI 202012 oblique one meaning the first variant under in the investigation in December 2020.
1: So a major concern is whether the vaccines because now we have several vaccine candidates and whether these vaccines against COVID will be effective against this, vi- uh, this mutation. So will but the vaccines offer protection?
3: Uh, it is said that there is nothing to worry. The vaccine will offer protection because the major, even though there are 17 changes that are supposed to have occurred uh, uh, in, in this uh, virus, but there is one which is supposed to be major, which is in the spike protein. Uh, you know, the external part of the virus has the spike protein, and that is where the change has occurred. But it is believed that uh, uh, the mutations to the spike protein uh, that the three leading vaccines are targeting, not really uh, 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 go down in any way as far as the the effectivity of the vaccine is concerned and the vaccines will still produce antibodies against many other regions in the spike protein. So, uh, in essence, it's unlikely that a single change would make the vaccine less effective. However, over time as more, more mutations occur the vaccine may need to be altered as you know happens uh, uh, you know with the seasonal flu every year which changes much more rapidly mutates much more rapidly the SARS-CoV-2 virus is uh, seen not to rapidly mutate as the flu virus but over time uh, we will know at the present point of time it seems that the vaccine will still be effective.
1: So your lab Uh, Your center, DX, also does uh, next-gen sequencing. So what does this mutation mean? Does it mean that vaccines will not offer long-term protection against SARS-CoV-2? Or are we likely to need annual vaccination against uh, COVID like we need for uh, seasonal flu?
3: The honest answer, we just don't know. Only time will tell. Please remember that all this knowledge we have is gained in the last one year. And the very fact that a vaccine is available in 10 months is, is uh, phenomenal. It's exciting. And uh, because of that, uh, uh, you know, compression in time that has happened for the development of the vaccine, its effects, its side effects, and how it actually impacts on the mutated virus, we will know only with time. So right now, we just don't know.
1: So we already have approved vaccines, Pfizer and Moderna, and uh, several more are likely to be approved over the next uh, month or two months. So how long do you think it's going to take for enough people to get vaccinated globally to achieve herd immunity against uh, COVID?
3: See, when we talk of herd immunity, we talk in terms of, uh, geographical locations in terms of countries, even though there is a lot of travel and uh, virus spreads from one place to the other, it is generally said that about 60 to 70 percent of the population would need to be vaccinated or would need to have immunity, whether obtained through vaccination or through infection, for us to achieve herd immunity. And uh, so, if we talk in the context of India, probably with a 1.3 billion population about 80 crore people would need to have the immunity for us to reach herd immunity where the virus will stop having its effect and uh, it'll just slowly smolder and die out so 80 crore people if we look at the the vaccine production that's going to happen in our country uh, you know uh, it is said that we will probably be able to produce about, uh, uh, um, you know, 800 million or 80 crore doses per year, which means, and these doses need to be given twice at an interval of uh, three to four weeks, as the case may be with every individual vaccine. So 40 crore people uh, being uh, infected, uh, vaccinated in one year is what is presumed to be our capability. It may even go up to 50 crore. So Ideally speaking, if all goes well, it'll take two years for us uh, to reach that level. Because remember, even the the current, uh, uh, you know, guideline is that even those who have been infected will also receive the vaccine, though they may come at a slightly later point in the vaccine line or waiting that is there.
1: Yeah, because we still don't know how long-lasting the protection uh, is uh, anyway even after you've had infection. I wanted to ask you, do people need to continue taking precautions and do we need to take extra precautions now that we know that a more infective form uh, of the virus is, is uh, present, which, can, which is spreading very rapidly?
3: That is absolutely right. Just because we see that uh, in Delhi, uh, we've now reached 893 new cases per day from uh, uh, 8,000 and India is at around 19,000 new cases doesn't mean that we stop taking precautions. It's because we took those precautions, because we took uh, uh, the disease seriously, that we are reaching this, uh, 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 you know, good position. So we have to continue to wear masks. We have to maintain social distancing, uh, distancing and hygiene. And this will need to continue for another two years at the very least. So we have to protect ourselves. The vaccine will do its job, but we have to uh, perform our civic duty because not only are we protecting ourselves, if we are protecting ourselves from getting infected, we are also protecting members of our family, the members in the office where we work, as well as uh, in the community. So there should be no laying down of the guard. We have to keep our guard up. And and in fact now with this new uh, mutation and this uh, that has occurred, we know that it is much more infective. In fact, it's said that it's probably seventy percent more infective than the original uh, SARS CoV two virus. And uh, so, all the more reason to take precautions. Otherwise, we'll be back again. Do remember that uh, in India as well as globally, it started with a handful of cases in every country and then uh, you know it accelerated and uh, took over our lives so there is no doubt we need to be more vigilant more careful and only then will we overcome uh, this uh, 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 dreaded disease
1: and my last question for you you mentioned earlier that we've learned a lot about SARS-CoV-2 in the last one year so where do you see the pandemic heading that's a tricky question
3: well, you know, I don't have a crystal ball, uh, so really, I would say I don't know. But definitely, if we are vigilant, if we are careful as a global citizen, each one looking out for himself and consequently for the societies that we live in, uh, we will. this will burn out. There's no uh, uh, two ways about it. The vaccine has come. That is going to majorly help. We also know how to treat this disease better. But at the end of the day, uh, really, if we are careless, if we if, you know, think that this is a minor disease, how uh, does it bother me? We have to not only think of ourselves, we have to think of our families, of the community. And if we do that, we will certainly overcome this disease. Uh,
1: Thank you so much. Thank you for joining HT SmartCard. Thank you, Dr. Maharajan.
3: Thank you so very much.
2: If you still have any queries or would like me to cover a certain health topic, do feel free to reach out to me. You can reach me at Sanchex, that is at S-A-N-C-H-X, or at HT SmartCast. We are available on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For more such podcasts, log on to htsmartcast.com. Until next time, Goodbye. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast.
0: HD Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins,